0: Oh, hello.
1: Hello. 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 Here we are back again, and as consistently as ever, liars again. Yay!
0: You know what? Well, <laughs> hello, I'm Mark Pikert.
1: Oh, and I'm Casey Howe.
0: <laughs> You're tuned into Shocking, Lurid Tauntry, a History of American Scandals special mini mm-hmm. Impeachment, episodes four and five. <laughs> Uh, oh, I we, jumped the gun. Sorry. Look, no. We we really thought we were going to record last week. I brought a microphone. Mm-hmm. I brought a laptop yes. uh, on a business trip. We yeah. had plans to record from my hotel room. And then I said, mm-hmm. I'm tired. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you said, I can't. Um, I'm just going to be real up front. And that's not in the cards for me. And I appreciate your honesty. And I think the listeners do, too.
0: And I want to be clear. I don't think that we're going to go to a week-to-week on this. <laughs>
1: Nope. mm -mm, mm -mm, Nope. I think every other week is enough. Um, If you feel, if anyone feels strongly, please tweet us. But other than that, I know, I think every other week is all we can handle personally. It's
0: I can barely watch it week to week, (laughs) let alone uh, immediately feel inspired and want to talk Mm -hmm. about it every week. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So the, I mean, I kind of, I'm, I think of it as like, you know, that like homework assignment that you're just like, Mm -hmm. Mrs. So and so assigned it. And I know I have to do it, but I'm really going to wait to the last minute because I just can't. And then when you finally sit down, it's like you in that notepad and you're like, okay, here we go. What are we going to write? And I just, writing was always my thing. Maybe it was math or something for other people. Math was just like, you got to do the process and call it a day. Writing was like, it took more brain power. For me, but anyway,
0: and this, and look, I have a lot of thoughts about this as we (sighs) both do. Uh, Episode four, episode five. As someone who likes to not put a ton of negativity in the world, after putting a ton of negativity in the world, fair. uh, I don't relish jumping on here and talking about how unbearable I find the show to be.
1: Yeah, yeah. So in episode four, we um, officially started. taping. So we officially started taping Monica. I don't know what accent Margot Martindale's Martindale's character is doing. I'm not quite sure what accent she's going for or what she's reaching for, but she plays a key role in pressuring and pushing Linda to um, start recording Monica. So that begins. And apparently it is extensive as far as the number of tapes, because they remind us often that all you need is a tape, a little white thing and a Sharpie. So apparently no year needed when you're labeling tapes, just the date.
0: No. Just a a lot in that fall. Uh, I also have no concept of time on this show. I have no idea how much time has passed since Monica and Linda became friends. Nope. Mm -mm.
1: Nope. I think they give us like timestamps. It's like 95, 97, that kind of thing. But I can't. I mean, it's like one day it's October and the next day it's Christmas. So I just don't understand what I, I agree. I agree that the timeline, if this is a little funky i quite not quite I sure. Also, so.
0: so the big thing, and I don't want to spend too much time on episode four because I found okay. it to be the worst episode yet.
1: Oh, wow. Well, okay. They just keep outdoing uh, themselves one after the I, other. So
0: here is my big okay. takeaway from okay. episode four. Please. Uh, you get a real glimpse into Monica's history with men and uh, some sexual abuse.
1: Yes. And yes. the way
0: that she has normalized that and the way that she almost expects it. She uh, she apologizes for it when she's treated in the same way by other men. She right. apologizes for right. their behavior.
1: Right. Yes. Absolutely. And I thought that was a helpful tidbit. Like that's good to know.
0: Okay. That does what so much of the show does not do, which is place what we're watching in light of their past, their previous yes. experiences. That is why, for me, Linda Tripp is the most fully realized woman in the show so far. Yes. Because you have a real you understand sense of her a woman motivation.
1: Who- Yeah, you understand her. Her motivation is very clear. I want recognition and power. I don't want to be a nobody. Okay.
0: Yes. And you get glimpses of the Sarah Paulson performance that we all expected when she's almost giddy when she's subpoenaed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, that was, um, yeah. And I think, I think that comes around again, you know, when with the, in episode five, when she's you know, she's yeah. So I think I think all of that really plays. I agree. She's you know excited to be in trying to orchestrate getting subpoenaed. You know, and getting if it's not the book deal, it's okay. Now I need this. Okay, now I need that. So I think that that's you know, with with a little bit of interest in staying out of jail, but like not a ton, like just enough.
0: You know, let's get to that in a second uh, okay. because you brought up Margot Martindale's Luciana yes. character already. I, I don't know
1: much about her as a literary a literary agent other than they're saying that she publishes um, very conservative books or like tell-alls. That's her thing. But I'm not sure if yes. she has a literary presence within the literary world that I'm not aware of. So I would defer to you on that.
0: Well, and you know what? They're not going to tell you.
1: <laughs> well, that's why I have to defer to you, Mark.
0: Because I mean, they're not they... going to tell me. I mean, the, all that I know is that she was working with Kitty Kelly on all of those 90s tell alls. Okay,
1: uh, okay.
0: Like the, the Kitty Kelly wrote the Frank Sinatra tell all.
1: Right, right. Yeah. Which I
0: think was the first time the mafia stuff with Sinatra came up.
1: Oh, okay. Interesting.
0: Like in a bio, uh, she did Jackie O. She did Liz Taylor, I think. Uh, but there's not a ton of backstory about her motivations, no. which. There's a world where the show is all of the minor players becoming the star of an episode. So the version that I wish that we had is the Matt Drudge episode. Yeah. Yeah. The end culture episode, the Luciana episode where you see where the Lewinsky thing is like in the background Mm -hmm. and it's what they're all working towards. But you get a real sense of the motivations of these people that we don't know so much about already.
1: Yeah. Yeah, very true. Right. hmm Yeah. No, Instead, I agree.
0: We we get the same characters that we've known about for 25 years. Yeah. Without any new information. I don't know yeah. anything about Monica Lewinsky.
1: Mm-mm. No, I think her sexual history is the only thing I didn't know. And I was like, oh, okay,
0: that's yeah, interesting. But I have, like, no, I have no sense of her as an ambitious woman. I have no sense yeah. of how she got the job in the White House to begin with, which is a plum yeah. role.
1: Yeah. Well, we do know we do know that because she was just an intern and then the government shut down. So it was luck. Yes. It was random. But, but then after that was she was the, just an intern in the White House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I
0: agree. then how did the internship come like why is she in DC at all? What is her career yeah, goal? I agree. Like, why is yeah. she Totally. Uh, agree. And
1: episode yeah. so, 4 yeah.
0: is rough stuff because it is just watching a 20 something woman be sad about a man and waiting by a phone.
1: Yeah. And then I think even like you get to a point too, there is a part of episode four where, um, like when she starts to realize that she's not going back to the White House and she kind of loses her mind a little bit and freaks out. And, you know, I think it's one of the first times that she does, you know, yell at Bill and swear and that sort of thing and tries to, again, extend her power. And you realize that she still doesn't have any. But I think that, you know, that is, to a certain extent, the only other side of her personality. She's either sad or she's yelling at somebody. And I'm like, where's the nuance? Like, where's the middle of the road? And you're, it's almost like you're watching this 20-something woman go crazy. And I get that. But we saw that in Betty Broderick, and we already know that role. So I'm mean, if she's going to go crazy, I'm going to need her to go real crazy. Like, real crazy. And each time have, she gets to that point, she you know pulls it back, which is you know reasonable. But we can't what, all What I
0: find, well, <clears throat> not yet. Everything is a yet. <laughs> what I find so uh, stunning about how this yeah. show has been executed so far is that the only person that I sympathize with and empathize with is Linda Tripp.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Where by the time episode four ends. You are also ready to not be friends with Monica Lewinsky.
1: Yeah. You're kind of done. You're like, mm, yeah, I cut her off too. Yeah.
0: Like, if I it's agree. weighing, getting vengeance on the people you think have wronged you or mm-hmm. remaining true to this friend and protecting her, based on their phone conversations, I would go for getting vengeance on the people who wronged me. Like, Monica yeah. is not showing up in a way that a friend would. And Mm -hmm. it's just very strange because we have this narrative of Linda Tripp betrayed Monica Lewinsky.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: But there wasn't really anything to betray because their relationship feels very one-sided.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, it does. It does. And and there is a sense that, I mean, the the reason that to me it feels one-sided is number one, Linda's sort of orchestrating this and is just using her. But... Yeah, But still, I agree with you that it's like, you know, in this in this portrayal, Monica is not saying, oh, and how was your day? Like, what's going on with you, Lynn? You know, like, how are the kids? <laughs> <laughs> like, let's go, you know.
0: What would so, you put on your baked potato tonight, Linda? That's
1: right. How's the Weight Watchers going? Like, and the only thing, you can't be a friend with someone and the only thing you ever offer them is you should meet my mom. Like, that's not a friend people there's your psa for the day the two things number one you need to be good friends and number two recording people can be a felony please check your state laws
0: and you had better (laughs) believe i know the state laws in every state (laughs) in which i spend time
1: (laughs) i do believe that i do believe that so what did you that was that was a um very smooth segue into episode five. What um, were your, what, what should we discuss in episode five? What were your takeaways? What did you like, dislike? You just said that episode five might've been, you know, you think it's on the up and up.
0: So episode, well, I think that it's the best that we've seen so far and it's a very low bar. Okay. Uh, okay. I will also <laughs> add it's the first episode where things have happened. Yes. Very true. But in keeping with this, with this, issue that I have watching the Monica and Linda trip and Linda trip relationship unfold in episode five it is never framed as anything other than Monica is asking Paula to lie under oath
1: yes that's true yes
0: like so we're supposed to feel this I assume we're supposed to side with Monica on this but at the same time like
1: you're asking her to commit a, another felony. like
0: just, Yes, but yes, you don't know yes. about the first one. No, you but don't. But you're asking her to commit a <laughs> felony. like Yeah, I, yeah. I, and there's no, like, she's so devastated by everything. She's not thinking clearly. It feels very calculated. It feels like she's put a lot of thought into this. And she's like, you know what? What is a totally normal thing to ask someone to do? Lie under oath. I did it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think she's realizing that she that Monica herself fucked up and now she's like oh it's fine I'll just lie and I was like okay but and that's where like her 22 is showing where you're like yeah. but no you can't and Linda's adult is showing where she's like I'm gonna have to think about this like I don't know if that's a great plan Monica like I don't and she's well I'm if I just if I just deny it to just deny 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 then they can't prove anything and I'm like Ugh. That's not super tight logic mm. there. Like just in general, like.
0: And there are moments where logic. you see. There are moments where you see Monica realizing that if she says something now, she can like stop the snowball if she says something now. Yeah. Which she's talking about. Yeah. and she's like, "Nobody knows. Nobody knows about us."
1: Yeah, and you're like, "You don't need to lie right now. You can tell him. You can tell him that you messed up, and he will fix it. Like he'll figure this out. Like he can settle, or like something."
0: Like, and so there, that I appreciated because those were moments where you actually see her starting to realize she's does not have the power that she thinks that mm-hmm. she has. And she's mm-hmm. in way over her head. Mm-hmm. But then we immediately cut to her ordering Linda Tripp to lie under oath. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, but what, what is not computing here? You yeah. did it, but you have just rinsed your mind of it. And now you're not even contemplating what this could mean for the single mom government appointee.
1: Right. Right. And I think that's a great scene when she's saying like, look, I don't have people to help me. Like you have people that can help you. I don't have anybody who can help me, which is very true in that situation where, you know, single mom government employee, and by the way, not anyone's fan favorite. And, you know, it's like, I, I, I get that. I get that from her. And it's like, yeah, that's something that Monica's not considering at all. And she's also not saying, it's fine. I'll get them to help you too or whatever. Like there's no, it's like, you're on your own, but oh, by the way, you have to lie on her oath. Like,
0: It feels yeah. very, did you read the New York Times magazine story about the bad art friend?
1: I don't read. I only listen. Oh, that's
0: right. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, <laughs> it's very complicated. It's long, but basically, uh, no, I'm not even going to get into it. Uh, listeners okay. who, if you have not read the article, uh, please sure. do, because it's about val- it's it's a, a fun
1: read. Okay. Okay. It's, you yeah. can
0: also listen to it. Actually, you can listen I know to it. Can, it's you can. Right? Can't long... you tell your
1: phone to, yeah. To, yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: So All check right. it out on double time. I
1: will. I will. Uh, um, yeah, no, I think, I think that comes through. I also think that, um, I rolled my eyes so hard and I was like, oh, that's right. He can't even be, the bad guy in this, it's Hillary's fault when he's like, Oh, I, you know, I can't settle or whatever it was. Like, I've already tried that. Like, they won't let, you know, I can't remember what the thing was, but he's sitting in the room yeah. and she's asleep, and he just tells his lawyer that like he can't settle, or whatever it is. There's some scene like that. And I'm just like, oh, police. So Bill can't even take responsibility for all the shit he's done because Hillary won't let him settle. Like why does she have to, like, she has, we haven't seen Edie, Edie Falco for more than 30 seconds. Can you please just leave her out of it? Like, what are and you doing? And she's been asleep for
0: two of she's those asleep. scenes. She's
1: asleep. Like, woman is just trying to get some sleep. We know how hard she worked. She does deserve one night's sleep. Can you let her sleep in fucking peace? Like, I just, oh, so I it's was like, oh, great. So she's going to be the villain too. Great. Okay. Awesome. Cool. Check that out. Oh. I was like, well, and
0: laying really on the check. I will so this is one of those moments where I it should not have worked as well as it did because we all know that Linda Tripp had a Christmas store at a certain point later post-scandal.
1: <laughs> That's right. We know that
0: she loves Christmas. She loves uh, Christmas. Loves Christmas. We have a whole we have many scenes about Christmas mm-hmm, in episode mm-hmm, five, mm-hmm, including mm-hmm, her Christmas mm-hmm. party, where yes. that cheese log is so creamy, yeah. and if that bitch eats it all. Then Linda's not inviting her next year.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: And that is oh one of those gosh. things. It's like, hey, here's a here's a like tidbit about Linda trip that we're going to hammer home, Christmas, but because it re- like there's just the juxtaposition of seeing Linda be a person for once, mm-hmm. and then seeing what she's how she's about to destroy all of that with this like blinkered tunnel vision of I have to. I was the last person to see Vince Foster alive. They're yeah. out to get me. <laughs> and is yeah. just going to be collateral damage. There's a, like, you get a real mm-hmm. sense of, like, oh, fuck. Like, mm-hmm. you have <sighs> no idea what's about to happen. You're not, you're not going to have a Christmas party in D.C. again.
1: Nope. Nope. Or anywhere. Like, no. Yeah.
0: My my favorite part of episode five is when they're at lunch and Monica goes through Linda's briefcase while she's in the restroom and she yes! whispers into the bag, Hello? <laughs> Hello? Is, is someone going to talk Was back someone- to you? Yes! Like-
1: it's a recording. Like, they're not in the
0: bag. <laughs>
1: That's so true. That's so true. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, we, also I just, get pa-
0: yeah. We, we we also get Paula. I almost said Paula Poundstone, not correct. <laughs> uh, although would love that American scandal. Uh, <laughs> Paula Poundstone. Uh, we get Paula oh. Jones again. Uh, which I guess they just bring up just enough to remind us that she's the reason why yeah. all of this comes to light.
1: I think so, because I'm not sure really what she's doing, like how she's. She's doing anything other than like not ending her lawsuit. And they're just like, that's still around. That's still around. That's still and around. And then
0: getting getting pummeled by the attorneys during that meeting.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Which was very rough to watch. Yeah. But also Judith Light is just outside waiting. Also, not yeah, Southern I was like, Why this week.
1: Oh, that's right. Good point. Yeah, when she met Mother, she was not Southern. Mm-hmm. Maybe oh, she got our note. That
0: was... That, I, she did. She went back and did ADR. <laughs> and the scene in the... That was the Biltmore Hotel. Uh, the last oh. place where Elizabeth Short, a.k.a. the Black Dahlia, was seen alive.
1: Oh, I didn't know is I well I I didn't know that about that about the Biltmore or that, that scene was at the Biltmore. I love the Biltmore house. It's beautiful. Everyone should go. Also, is that supposed to be Christmas? Because there's a lot of decorations in Biltmore House in Christmas. And if there weren't decorations, then it must I well, anyway, moving on.
0: Um wait, are you doing are you doing Biltmore in downtown LA?
1: <laughs> oh no, I'm doing the Biltmore house in Asheville.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, sorry guys. That's my bad. <laughs> I, think I was like, Black Dahlia. Uh, I was like, wait a second. Really? Astro? I don't remember that. But I'll go but with you it. Know Mark what? knows best.
0: You're, you're fact-checking as much as impeachment.
1: <laughs> so true. As, if they're not going to bother, if it gets I'm in the
0: way, If it gets in the way of a good story, then don't do it. And could so you true. get me a role on designing women, please?
1: Oh, my God. No kidding.
0: I'll never uh, get over that so we have we have paula like and her mother which is yeah a super awkward encounter it's one of the better scenes in the series so far because you Mm -hmm. get all of a sudden you really see how manipulative judith light's character is with paula like in a way that you kind of knew but seeing her so proprietary in front of paula's mother Mm -hmm. is very squeamish
1: yeah, I agree. I agree. That was a that was one where you went, ooh, but like in a ooh, this is effective way. Like they're doing it right.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. When I thought she, that, that
1: was yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: When she calls her mother, mama.
1: Hmm. Oh. Oh,
0: poo. No, don't. Mm-mm. Just, no. Nope. Mm-mm.
1: Absolutely not. Yeah.
0: So. We're now halfway through the show, which yeah. dear listeners and viewers, when Casey and I realized this was 10 episodes, we promptly said, <laughs> we, We're not doing week to week. We
1: can't. We can't. Can't. We um we, we cried a few tears. And um yeah. Well, and then and so then one other thing that happened in this episode that um I like to bring up because it was another um like poke. Like like remember like was a 10 stars prayer at the beginning of his meeting. And then everyone caught the nod to Brett Kavanaugh, right? We all caught that? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Because that guy said, had no lines. He did not need to be addressed in that meeting. And the only reason they said his name to remind you that, like, he was there. Remember? 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 He was there.
0: So, Here's something upsetting. Ugh. Ken Star is the voice of reason in episode five with that yes! investigation.
1: Also, the fact that they like—I think it's interesting that they did show you that they voted to like not—they didn't have anything. Like
0: yes. it was over.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that was interesting. Also, I'm like watching Linda those... Tripp. Just kept her mouth shut for another six months. It would have not been a thing.
0: My God. Watching those two agents leave Linda Tripp's house and say, It's bigger than Whitewater. Well, no shit. Whitewater is nothing. It's bigger than Watergate. And we have tapes. (laughs) I did like. Very famously had tapes as well. Also, these two things are not comparable.
1: Well, no, they do say, so they said, thank God we have tapes too or something like that. Oh, yes. And the guy, okay. and then one of the only witty lines in the entire thing who is, the, is the other FBI agent that says, um, or lawyer, whatever he is, I don't even know. Is the, the one where he goes, he goes, yeah, thank God, because the jury jury would fucking hate that woman. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what? Did I just hear wit? Was there sarcasm and humor? I don't, Yeah.
0: Well, but even that was, and I also clocked that line. I was like, oh, finally, <laughs> something. But even that was at the expense of Linda Tripp in that interrogation—not yeah. really interrogation, but the questioning scene where Tom uh, Colin Hanks is yeah. saying, "And you say that she's a close friend," and I just wanted to jump in and say, first of all, let me tell you how their phone yeah. calls go because Monica does not does not treat Linda well. She is not supportive. She is not there She's for not. her. Has she
1: been over to her, one house, her house once to make a baked potato and sit with her and watch the nightly news? No, 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 no. And how many times have we been to Astoria? At least a handful. I mean, that's right. come on, that's
0: right. <laughs> I was shocked when Monica recognized Linda's daughter when she opened the door to her at the Christmas party. <laughs>
1: know her like what? yeah
0: also oh my gosh. i would really like the two hour tour of linda's christmas village
1: i i i agree i was like why are we leaving this scene i was like <laughs> i want to know what, i don't want to see
0: monica what... looking sad
1: no i want to know about her grandma's german things that they brought over from whatever bavaria like let's get back to what's important yes oh. things i didn't know what that was but i want that backstory
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I think, is it the windmill thing where they have the candles and like the flame makes the I think windmill. so, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had some of those. My grandparents had some of those <laughs> for Christmas.
1: So I... Uh, yes, so anyway.
0: Also, you know what? Yes. And I wanna, before we wrap up, I do wanna say mm-hmm. that the one moment I really, that really made me wince in the way that I thought this show was going to make me was when Linda switches tactics over the phone and tells Monica that she looks heavy in the blue dress. Yeah. That was that the one, moment yeah, where I you're guess. like, okay, well, like this is what I thought the show would be like these little telling moments yeah. of these characters mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. just accumulate into the scandal.
1: Yes. Yes. I think that's true. I think that's true. Yeah. That was a very interesting, you know, scene and shift that she, that she, Dead and you're like oh okay so she'll stop at nothing like she's gonna because
0: up until then she's been very uh, passive like she'll mm-hmm, lead mm-hmm, Monica into telling her things on tape and she'll record it but she's not prodding her into exposing herself more than she needs to
1: sure yeah yeah even when she was even when the Vernon Jordan thing came up she was like you know there's this person that says he knows Vernon Jordan like like she'll yeah. plant a few things, but not like aggressively take a position in that time. She, she definitely crossed that line where she's like, at least she wasn't, at least she did allude to like the reason she would need to keep it and didn't Yes, like try and just be like, well, you know, maybe Bill will want it. I don't know, whatever, but <sighs> something
0: Um, Well, yeah, and you brought up Vernon Jordan. And so now I have to say, I'm (laughs) very concerned about the Monica Lewinsky presented in the series because apparently she cannot get a job without the president of the United States (laughs) making it happen for her.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Why? And how is she? Anyway, well, we don't know because we don't have a backstory of how, why she would be into um, marketing or PR at Revlon in general. Did she yeah. work in PR at the at the White House or at the Pentagon? Because we're not really sure what she did there. Unclear. I don't know. I don't
0: know. She also, well, also what, was a the, what
1: was the what was the also what was the Jake Tapper um, cameo?
0: Oh my god! <laughs> I'm like what? I, like. Either lean into it hard and be yeah. like, oh my god, look at all the look at the crazy cast of characters you didn't even yeah. know were on the periphery of this.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Or like pull back. But they're doing too much because you've got Jake it's- Tapper, which I assume is true.
1: I'm assuming.
0: But you know what? Wouldn't put past the show to just like- be like they knew I'm each so- other.
1: <laughs> I think you really feel like wanna- the Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's they're trying to like everything to everybody and it's nothing to anyone i don't
0: yeah Uh, (sighs) so episodes four and five shocking Mm -hmm. lurid or tawdry
1: Uh, i think we're back to tawdry
0: i think with the (sighs) amount of conversations about semen on a dress i think we're firmly in tawdry territory
1: (laughs) okay between that and the paula jones testimony i think we are down that maybe a touch of lurid but i don't know i was also
0: very worried that none of monica's friends at dinner noticed the semen stain on her dress
1: also yeah not good friends either monica really needs to think about how she's being a friend and who her friends are you should think about that also
0: have never seen her with a friend other than that one who flew up from portland so <laughs> i'll take your word for it
1: oh so true so true oh,
0: oh anyway. well we will see yes. you back in two weeks
1: yes two weeks
0: for episodes six and seven
1: yes everyone we can't
0: do more than that i'm sorry do
1: your do your homework yes
0: oh why they do that? i know
1: <laughs> mm, so true <laughs> clearly